Welcome to TBT, a movie podcast where we relive our childhoods through movies. I'm Olivia. And I'm Miranda. And today we are going to be talking to you about a goofy movie, which the entire week I've been like wondering in my mind if it's a goofy movie or the goofy movie. I don't know if you can relate. But it's, a goofy movie. it's definitely a goofy movie because you would definitely have the right thing written on your notes. But it was just mm-hmm. like a quick Google away. Did I Google it all week? No, I did not. Also, don't know how uh, how goofy this movie was. I mean, it was. A, I think a it trip. was pretty darn goofy. I mean, I don't. I find I define goofy as like silly and funny, and this movie was like crazy and sad yeah it was it was like a trip it like it It was a trip and it was about a road trip yeah it was a trip and a half let me tell you (laughs) because it was just nuts like all over the place i it is it the whole time i'm watching i'm like holy shit it felt so much longer than it was too yes okay so it was only an hour and 18 minutes shocking honestly it could have been way shorter i watched (laughs) it i literally watched it in three different viewings yeah (laughs) no i definitely took a nap in the middle absolutely i would like pause it go do something else come back watch it for five minutes go do like and maybe that's why it felt so much longer but and it's like just, stressful oh like yeah it's like stressed out watching i this had movie. a pit in my stomach the, the entire time. time i'm just like it was so stressful i didn't mm-hmm. know like how to feel i like remember i i think the whole thing was I, I as a child i remember like feeling certain ways about this movie and watching Some it again watching it again i'm just like Wow, I was wrong. Like, <laughs> like, what the fuck was I thinking? Like, who thought this was a good idea? Like, to make I don't this know. movie. That was I think, that's I think um, kind of what I was thinking. I'm like, who thought this was a good idea? Yeah, the person who thought this was a good idea was the director. His name is Kevin Lima. Lima, I don't know. Kind of a cool name. Um, if it's Kevin Lima. I feel like that's a cool name. Sure. He also directed Enchanted in 2007. This movie, Tarzan in 1999, and um, he wrote Aladdin in 1992. So like, he has some pretty solid accolades. I feel like I, like one of our better directors. I think probably um, he's definitely up there. Like those are yeah. all all movies that we've heard of, which yes, is good. Like, Top notch. He has a really good um, known for section, unlike some yeah. of our other directors. We've we definitely do know these known for. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and like. Guys definitely has good money. Like he lives on a house. He lives in a house in the hills. <laughs> in New Orleans. Okay. Um. I don't know. <laughs> there are no hills in New Orleans. <laughs> no, I don't know. I was like, just thinking of like a House of the Rising Sun. I don't know why. Uh, I'm like, it's... just so you know, there are no hills in New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a swamp. Get out, the yes. swamp. Yes. It's like the least hilly. Besides maybe Florida, the least hilly area of the United Truly. States. Um, and then starring in this movie is uh, Bill Farmer as Goofy. I've literally never heard of Bill Farmer in my life before. No. Um, but his known fours are a Goofy movie, Sam and Max Hit the Road from 1993, Space Jam, where he voiced um, Sylvester and Yosemite Sam in 1996, and Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, woo, uh, from 2006 to 2016. There's definitely have to be some years where Mickey Mouse Clubhouse was off the air. But big fan of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse over here. That started in 2006. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so oh wait, started... no, no, no. I'm thinking of I'm thinking of House of Mouse. House of Mouse. Yeah. I was absolutely thinking. Of House I was going to say because this you were what sixth grade. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I would like tell people that. <laughs> I definitely was still watching Disney Channel in sixth I grade. That, though. I was watching Hannah Montana. I think Mickey Mouse Clubhouse though is like a or is like a Disney Junior show. Oh, okay. It's like a little kids Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Fair. Thing. Great. Yeah, definitely wasn't watching that. Um, also in this movie was uh, Jason. <laughs> Marston, who plays Max Goof, um, he also- wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Is Goofy's name Goofy Goof? I if if Max's name is Max Goof, I don't know. Or is it just like his nickname is Goofy, and we'll never think, know Goofy's real yeah, name? Yeah, I think so because okay. I think because they call him like Mr. Goof sometimes too. So oh, great. like, Not that. I don't know what his real first name is. I'm gonna Google it while you talk um, about him. At least that's what it kind of like. That's the vibe I was getting. I don't know. Um, so <laughs> I don't want to like, say that and you like <laughs> Google it and it, I'd be completely wrong. <laughs> I want to cover my bases. 
Um, but Jason Marsden. So I read this and I was like, oh my God, James Marsden has a brother? No, he does not. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Um, so Jason Marsden stars in a Goofy movie, Spirited Away from 2001, Hocus Pocus. He plays Thackeray Binks from 1983. And, His name um, is Goofy G. Goof. Oh, interesting. Wow. I okay. never named him. All right. And he's in Young Justice from 2012 to 2019. I think it's like an animated Netflix show. I'm not totally certain. So he is commonly confused as being brother of actor James Marsden. Although the two are not related, they are actually good friends and their respective wives have been friends since they were six years old. I think we covered this actually when we did Hocus Pocus, but that was a minute ago. Um, I uh, yeah, I truly don't I remember, remember anything that like when I saw Thackeray Banks, I was like, oh my god, I remember when we talked about this, but like, still, I did not, it did not register. I'm like, oh my god, James Marsden. Yeah, and um, I also like didn't recognize his voice as being Thackeray, probably because I just have zero recollection of I was what Thackeray say, do you, sounds like. Do you have like, like strong recall of Thackeray? No, I in like two minutes of the movie at the beginning and two minutes at the end. Yeah. So. It's also like a two-year difference, and I feel like for a young man, your voice can really change a lot in two years, so. True. Um, he was also the best man <laughs> at his wedding. Uh, the best man at his wedding was his best friend and former Boy Meets World star, Will Friedle. So, I mean, I think that kind of, I think we talked about that as well. Probably. I, while I was watching this movie, I like went to Google who played this character because I thought that it might be Will Friedle. I was like, that sounds a lot like Will Friedle. And then it turns out this guy was actually on Boy Meets World. He played yes. he played Eric's best friend. So it was like it made sense yeah. that he played if Will Friedle's best like, friend. If you go look it up, it, like the picture of him, I was like, whoa! Like it was like <laughs> weird, like full circle moment because I'm like, oh my god, that's the that's the guy who was like Eric's best. He wears glasses sometimes, but not yeah. always. Yeah, he's yeah, like Eric's crazy. less cool best friend. Yes, exactly. But. And he had like lots of dark dark hair. Yeah, um, he um, Jason Marsden has like a. T- ton of voiceover roles it was ridiculous yeah and he acted like he had um he is he's one of those people that we talk about every once in a while who has like a hundred something credits and like you've probably you've never heard yeah you've never heard of them but they have like a million credits yeah Um, he's a little little hooey but it's fine um i'm trying to like go through and see what any of his other like actual but he like, has worked a lot, and like when you go so much, yeah, it's it's very interesting. And he's like friends with some very famous people. He has friends in high places, so I I you know happy for him. Yeah, I'm still trying to find. Oh, he was in um, the Fairly Odd Parents. He did like a bunch of episodes of that. Thirty nine episodes of the Fairly Odd Parents, which is a lot. Um, yeah, lots of other things. I don't know. I don't feel like reading through this right now because it's, it's a lot. Yeah, if you want to know who he is, like, he's definitely one of those people you have no idea who he is, but he's in everything you've seen. Yeah, you've lit- you've heard of, like, oh, so many of these. So many. Okay. Codename also, Kids Next Door. Wow. What a throwback. So, the voice of Pete is Jim Cummings. Um, he- who is Pete? Pete is um, PJ's dad. Okay, thank you. So Jim Cummings is in uh, The Princess and the Frog from 2009, Winnie the Pooh from 2011. He was the voice of both Winnie the Pooh and Tigger. I'm shook by that. I know, right? Like, how crazy is that? <laughs> um, That's the craziest thing we've ever said. <laughs> he's, he was in Aladdin in 1992 and Shrek in 2001. Um, he lived part of his life in New... Okay, so his story... Is so like wacky. <laughs> so he lived part of his life in New what Orleans, does this man look like? where he designed Mardi Gras floats. Like, what a niche market you work in. I feel like when your last name is Cummings, you like definitely have to have a really good life story. Yeah, I, like I want to read this guy's book. Um, so he designed Mardi Gras floats. Then he was a singer, a door-to-door salesman, and then a Louisiana riverboat deckhand. Like, he has been everything. A deckhand? There yes. was a deckhand on The Bachelor at Canada, and I just still think about him sometimes. Really? He yeah. should be on Below Deck. Really, it's such a good show. It's one he would of be the, so good. He's so cute. It's one of the underrated... Um, one of the, Probably the most underrated show on Bravo. It is so good, but it is very underrated and it's very much coming into its own and mm-hmm. people are loving it. But like also he's another one of those people who has like a million credits, but like we have no idea who he is. Yeah. But his he, hashtag uses is insane. Came, Just chilling at hashtag Disney with a cupla spelled C O U P L A guys. I know from work. 
exclamation point. Hashtag Winnie like, Pooh. Hashtag Tigger. Hashtag Christopher Robin. <laughs> he works exclusively by doing voiceover work. So yeah. like he's he. This I man feel is like, insane. Four hundred like roles. People, yeah. I feel like people who do exclusively voiceovers <laughs> Me, are probably stomach, sorry. <laughs> weirdest shit. You know, yeah. like they're like the weirdest people. Oh, absolutely. not like Jason Marsden because like he does voiceovers and does, like regular acting. This Jim Cummings guy, I feel like, is weird as hell. Yeah. Um, also in this movie as, who does she play? Is she, um, Roxanne? Roxanne. Okay. Um, the girlfriend. Yeah. Kind well, of. Mm, the Almost love interest, good. yeah. um, is Kelly Martin, um, and her known fours are ER from 1998 to 2000, Life Goes On from 1989 to 1993, a goofy movie, and The Face on the Milk Carton from 1995. Oh, and... ER was on longer than 1998 to 2000. That's, she was however, when she was on. I think it w- the show was on from, like, 1993 to 2001 or I something. I feel like that later. show was on forever. It, well, because when I saw on her IMDb, it said 98 to 2000. I'm like, that show was on for, like, 10 years. There's yeah. no way. And it was. That's just how long she was on it. Yeah. So she started work on ER shortly after her sister died suddenly of lupus at age 19. Oh, my God. That's so sad. Um, she eventually left the show in January of 2000 because it was too hard for her to be in a pretend hospital after what happened and to, uh, finish her studies at Yale where she met her eventual husband. Yeah. Her story, like, so I got like, these people are so interesting. Yeah. They were like weirdly interesting. Like they're like (laughs) newspaper interesting, not like actor interesting, but Yeah. yeah, like she, her sister died and, um, and then she went to, she went to Yale to, um, study i can't even remember what she did but um she met her husband there and like they've been together ever since like they're still together i'm like i mean i guess that's like a bad thing turning into something good it was kind of cool because i feel like you don't just like it has to be like a pretty traumatic experience to leave er which is like was the most successful show on tv at its time yeah and like you don't leave work with like george clooney you know as a single, no. as a single young lady, no, I am you get in at the bottom floor of Casamigos, and then exactly, you leave. and then that's you're good for the rest of your life. Yeah. Um, back by popular demand, Wallace Shawn, who voices Principal Measure. Um, we know him from My Dinner with Andre, The Princess Bride, The Incredibles, Toy Story. He's in everything. Gossip Girl, everything. Yeah. Wallace Shawn is like I don't know if I've said this. I have He's a theory. Us. He's stalking us. Yeah, I have a theory that there's someone who's been in Gossip Girl in literally everything else ever and Wallace Shawn really helps me on that goal yeah, to constantly find someone from Gossip Girl in any piece I of feel media. like part of our podcast is like one of the things that we do secretly like it's like one of the things uh, probably not so secretly like it's a, it's a secret thing that we do that we don't tell anybody is that we relate every episode back to Gossip Girl and I have I have this episode like, related back to Gossip Girl in the notes realistically everything we do we can relate it back to Gossip Girl oh I, I can't easily you do it more frequently than I do I can do Gossip Girl I can do Love Island I can do Dove Cameron like anything like, at any like, time realistically like in these point these reasonings for the at least Gossip Girl like 100% makes sense like Wallace Shawn was in Gossip Girl like, yeah the could, other one that I have for this being Gossip Girl, it also makes sense. Um, I think I read it. No, it doesn't. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. No, this is just complete speculation that you came up with. Yeah. Because um, I know no, the point right. you're it's talking all, about. Of course. Okay. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but yeah, like there's like very something specific about like every episode that we do that like relates back to Gossip Girl. Yeah. yeah. What has more mentions, Stuff Cameron or Gossip Girl? Do you think? I think it. Well, we had a Gossip Girl episode. That's so true. I mean, like, I feel like Gossip Girl, but we've, like, but we've had top ten Disney Channel yeah, shows that's true. and uh, actors. So I don't remember what it was. Um, uh, stars, actors, yeah, Disney stars, stars. Disney um, stars. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us about the box office. Okay, so at the box office, um, I don't have any information about the budget for this movie because apparently Very difficult it difficult to find. Doesn't exist. <laughs> It's a um, secret. This movie was personally financed by uh, crazy man Kevin Lima. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but at the box office, this movie made three, 35.3 million um, gross total in the US. Which I feel, I feel like, like I said that in the worst way I possibly could have. Yeah, 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 yeah. But 35, I mean, like, it kind of didn't do that great. But. No. Um, for how, like, I think this is definitely a, um, cult classic for th- our age group. I think this was a quick to VH- VHS movie. For sure. For sure. I feel like it's definitely made significant, because we have this on VHS. Yeah. 100%. 
I don't. Um, I think we might have had extremely goofy movie on VHS, which is currently on Netflix. Yeah, watched it yesterday. <laughs> so much better than this movie. <laughs> yeah, when I was like, oh, I'll watch a goofy movie. I definitely thought it was an extremely the goofy other, movie. The extremely goofy movie was so good. Like it was yeah. like I watched it yesterday. And I'm like. Oh my god, this is I so good. The visceral memory that I have of an extremely goofy movie is the the mean kid um, playing pool and ripping up the pool table. Yep, that's a part. <laughs> yeah, that's a part. Um, and like, the weirdly, the music in that one, it's like I'll say, I remember it really well because my dad loved disco music, for like 70s disco music, and I'm like, when I was watching Extremely Goofy, I'm like, not only because, and obviously that was something that was in this movie too, because the Bee Gees, uh, Staying Alive was in this movie, but like when I was watching that one, I'm like, this is probably why I know all the lyrics to these like weird 70s songs probably. that like I would never know the lyrics to, and why my dad loved 70s music, so that's probably why we watch these movies all the time. Yeah. That, de- I don't know, that, that definitely makes sense. Do we yeah. want to move on to the trivia, or should sure. we just keep talking about a different movie? <laughs> uh, no, um, related. Um, so, the character of Powerline is a mixture, or was meant to be a mixture of Bobby Brown, Prince, and Michael Jackson. And Powerline, if you didn't recently watch this movie, Powerline is the like Famous superstar singer. concert person. Concert person? Who am I? In our age, um, in, if this was made today, it would definitely be Taylor Swift. But Taylor Swift or like... Maybe a Justin Timberlake. Bruno Mars. Yes. Okay. Bruno Mars. he was really yeah, yeah. a showman. Yes. True. Which like, so is Justin Timberlake. But Justin Timberlake is yeah. so like controversial in his own way. Like I feel like people, people yeah, I feel either like, love or hate Justin Timberlake. I'm in the love category. I feel like you might not be in that category. I'm pretty indifferent. Everybody loves Bruno Mars. Yeah. I think like Bruno Mars is significantly less controversial. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I wrote down that I thought was interesting is the character of Powerline is like he appeals apparently to both like young girls and young boys, which mm-hmm. I feel like maybe Bruno Mars does, but I don't know. Yeah. Like I don't know who like the kids are cool with. Yeah, it's same. Me neither. I yeah. have no idea. But I think everybody no, I, likes Bruno Mars. I feel like in 2018 it would be like Logan Paul. Yeah. Which but, is always so weird to me because I definitely like went to school with a kid named Logan Paul. Like a different kid named Logan Paul. I'm just like, what is his life like now? Firsty, lasty. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. But um, Bobby Brown was originally such a voice um, power line and he already had some recordings done for the character, but he was fired due to substance abuse issues. Good reason to do so. This was a problem even back in the 90s. Um, I saw an ad. Uh, speaking of substance abuse issues, I, I know we said we weren't going to talk about Demi Lovato. I need to talk you about... You said we weren't going to talk I, about Demi Lovato. I, I said desperate desperate need to talk about this ad that I saw this weekend. It was at Target. Oh yeah, you sent it to me. For Core Water Bottles and it's the most crazy like thing that the agency that put this ad up like hasn't pulled it is ridiculous the ad is a picture of demi lovato for core water and the ad copy is balanced bodies perform better Mm. like that has not aged well no no but like also, I front I worked at Target very briefly um, for like a month, and I like I know a lot of people that have worked at Target very yeah, briefly. I worked there for like a month, and, and we also it. know a lot of people that it's not been so brief. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so when I worked at Target for like a month, like, and I I know it's the same way at like a lot of like a franchise type store or a corporate owned mm-hmm. store. If they tell you, if they don't tell you to take down that, you know, like that's you a can't. corporate thing. You can't yeah. take down the ad. So. As someone who works at an ad agency, we would uphold that. Like we would have yeah. been like, "Hello, company that does this." Target hasn't gotten their shit. Get together that out. That. Yeah, like take it down. Because that's because just... we switched out. We switched out ad stuff like every other week. Yeah. Um, they switch shit out like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of surprised they haven't. Yeah. I mean, I understand it's, like, a lot to coordinate getting Target to pull something out of its checkout aisles, like, Mm -hmm. every Target in America. This was a Target in podunk nowhere. And this is, like, a huge thing. I haven't noticed anything in L.A., though. I haven't haven't been to Target, but... um, I haven't been to Target in a while. Yeah, I mean... Other than... I went went to Target, like, a couple weeks ago, but nothing, like, glared. 
Yeah, I had no, like, glaring issue. I saw nothing like that. But, so maybe it wasn't. Maybe they're just, like, rogue. (laughs) Maybe just in this random... It's a rogue target. Yeah, I I truly don't think it is. Uh, Yeah, probably not. But, like, it'd be a nice thought. Also, when we talk about Bobby Brown, we're talking about B-O-B-B-Y Brown. We're not talking about B-O-B-B-I-E Yes, the Brown. singer Bobby Brown, who would also be in a category with Prince and Michael Jackson. Yeah. Um, the singer Bobby Brown, Whitney Houston, that group of people. Um, yeah. Definitely not like eyeliner. Not the makeup. Yeah. Foundation. Yeah. No. I don't think the eyeliner... I don't think like the Bobby Brown makeup is featured very much in the news. I think if it's a news thing... It's probably but safe to assume it's... Honestly, I, if I hear Bobby Brown, I'm thinking makeup before I'm because thinking... Because it's definitely... Bobby Brown is an older... Also, I think it's B-O-B-B-I. Yeah, it is. Okay. I think I said I... <coughs> the Bobby Brown makeup is B-O-B-B-I. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Bobby Brown actually... Bobby Brown the singer did sing some of the songs um, for the movie, and he actually ended up revamping them, and they ended up on his album entitled Forever. So I actually used some of the songs, which was interesting. Forever on the dance floor. That's a Chris Brown song. Never mind. Shouldn't sing that. Yeah. I mean, about some more people. <laughs> that song is a bop, though. I'm sorry. It like it came on when, one day when I was randomly listening to the radio years ago. I was like, oh my God, this song. Like, it was a throwback years ago. And I was like, oh my it God, It was the song, song so that they did the dance down the aisle to in the office, wasn't it? I don't know. I have no idea. Sorry. I didn't watch that. Um, The film was originally made around late 1993, and it was supposed to be released in theaters um, during the holiday season of 1994. However, there were, like, some random production problems in France that caused the film's release to be postponed, and I don't know what the rest of this note says. I don't know what happened. I don't either. (laughs) Um, Oh, to be pushed back to 1995. It's down here. Oh, how Pushed back to 1995, <laughs> while The Lion King um, from 1994 was reissued to fill in for the film's absence. Cool. <laughs> That's a weird thing that happened in our notes. Yeah, though. that is so weird. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I'm really going to edit this, so that might just stay in. Yeah, okay. Um, so the inspiration for the film came from Jeffrey Katzenberg, the CEO of the Walt Disney Company at the time, who was feeling distant from his daughter. He decided to go on a wo- on a on a road trip, um, on a road trip with her that brought the two back together. Um, and also, I just need to say, Jeffrey Katzenberg is more than welcome to stop inserting himself into these movies yeah, that we're for talking sure. about. I think, like, every movie we talk about, it's like, this character was based on Jeffrey Katzenberg. Yeah, I feel like, like, Disney is too big to have Jeffrey Katzenberg just, like, willy-nilly doing whatever he wants. Who is this man? And why is someone not, like... Yes, Stopping he like, has way too much creative authority. Could you imagine being like one of these writers or something? Be like, Jeff called again. Like, <laughs> like he wants the movie to be about himself. Oh my god, I can't get Jeff off the phone. <laughs> yeah, Jeff keeps calling, and he's like, "Nope, that's not how it was." On me and my daughters. <laughs> I also love. I'm uh, like, we will continue to back on Jeffrey Katzenberg because forever he's and always. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, for fine. sure. He can listen to this and this hate is us very much wants. punching up. Okay. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. This is we, what we are saying is constructive criticism. <laughs> Our constructive criticism Jeffrey, is GTFO, Jeffrey. Yeah. If, if, Jeffrey, if you're listening, maybe chill the fuck out on inserting. <laughs> this is not. You don't need to make your life via animated films. Like no. maybe try like just CEOing. Just. Just be the CEO. You're you're good at that. <laughs> just chill. Be the yeah. chill executive officer for a sec. Yeah, exactly. Um, I just I need to. Um, I don't know what I was gonna say. I just like, completely lost. Also, what I was if say. I was Jeffrey Katzenberg, I would not own up to the fact that like this is where this idea came from. Because no. I'd be like, remove his daughter from his custody. Yeah, also this says, like, really bad things about his daughter. Yeah, what the hell was your daughter doing? Yeah. She's gonna end up in the electric chair. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so this is a full-length animated feature film to the 1990s TV series Goof Troop. Definitely watch that. I don't... I, was it just, like, about the Goofy family? Yeah, um... Okay. <laughs> I don't remember, but I remember watching it. I remember, like, 
I remember watching it. I just don't remember all the... Um, this next because one... Because Pete and PJ were definitely in, uh, in yeah. the Goof Troop show. And whatever the There's weird no friend was. in this universe, I guess. No, I don't know. Even Roxanne didn't have a mom. <laughs> like, well, Roxanne did get a dad. That's crazy. Yeah, she had a dad. No mom. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this next one fact is my favorite. Go for it. Okay. Um, so if you were to remove the musical songs I from this film, this it would only be <laughs> 62 minutes long. So that's how long the movie was when Miranda watched it. Because Miranda <laughs> likes to skip through all the songs. I didn't skip through the songs. I feel like on your ideal Netflix, there would be like, you know how there's like <gasps> skip the intro? Oh my God. For movies, there would be like skip the song. Yeah. Skip the song. Like there would just be a little thing and you could click it and it would like skip, like in like High School Musical or Absolutely. whatever, you could just skip the song. Descendants. Oh my God. Except I'm never skipping What's My Name. I love that song. There's a couple songs that I watched Descendants last week and I'm like, there's a couple of these songs that like I don't love. There's a couple of like the slow ones with like just mm-hmm. Dove that I'm like, Dove, I love you, but like chill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a couple that I'm just like, oh God. And like, I thought, and I watched Descendants too and I'm like, oh, the songs are going to be better. The songs are much better, but there's still a couple that I'm like, okay. Let's skip the song. Yeah, Dove Cameron's been in the recording studio, if anyone didn't know. The production value for Descendants <laughs> 2, like, from the jump is so much better, too. It's, it's just so funny Descendants watching Descendants 2 is so good. It, like, is theater-ready. Like, yeah. I was watching, I was watching it, no joke, and I was, like, Googling, Googling <laughs> that those jackets that they wear, those leather jackets. They're so cute. They're like, oh my god, Dove's yeah. is like purple and it has like studs and shit on. It. And then I got into this whole black hole, um, black rabbit hole of like Dove care- uh, of the Descendants um, Mal merch costumes. Cosplay. Yeah, like cosplay right. costumes. And I'm like, oh my god, this would be so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm like, I just want one of those effing jackets. <laughs> like, I I wanted the blue one. Um, that, that I know. Other, I that, I know exactly. That it has like le- the red. Yes, yes, the blue leather jacket. I'm like, that is so freaking cute. I yeah. want this jacket. And I could. Uh, the only ones I could find were for children. And I'm like, <laughs> definitely not gonna fit that. Not gonna work. But like, as an adult jacket, like a designer needs to make that because like it would be the, like or something similar to it because yeah. it's like costumey. But I would totally wear that out. No, hundred percent. Yeah, it's great. It's definitely. Uh, I don't know. I'm very. <laughs> I'm deeply excited for Descendants 3. And I'm also deeply excited for, like, the press tour that they have to go on. Like, <laughs> you can get so many more interviews. I'm just stoked. Um, anyway, like, this... The Goofy movie could have been so much shorter, as I've said already. And there... I Despite feel like being one of the shortest movies we've talked about. too many songs. And honestly, 62 minutes, like, sounds, like, too long. Like, if you had asked me how long I thought this was without the songs, I would have said, like, 45 minutes. It felt like yeah, that's a lot true. Of songs. At once I went back, there's only like four, three or four songs, but like, they're, like a lot. They're all like right at the beginning. Yeah, and then you forget that it's a musical, and then like they start singing again at the end. I'm like, yeah, at the beginning, I, Max's friend is literally like, Max, hurry up! Like we're in a rush, and then Max proceeds to like sing, sing and dance his way, way to school. school. Like, are yeah, you kidding? Yeah, it was. Are so you mean, kidding? And then I was like, oh shit, this is a musical, and then like they <laughs> never sing again until the end of the movie. I'm like, who thought of this, Jeffrey? Um, so, <laughs> you okay? <laughs> you are wheezing, right? That was not <laughs> that funny. Are you? No. Okay. You got that no editing. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm great. Like, just made it worse. That I was like, I don't want to edit this out. <laughs> Literally, like, I'm sorry. Jeffrey. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. That was really funny. Because I, I feel like Jeffrey was like, this needs another song. So they just <laughs> stuck it in at the end kind of thing. Like, it was just all over the place. Let me tell you, 1990 whatever they, the fuck Do you think was. it was because they were like, we need to merchandise this and be able to sell the soundtrack? No. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> My throat really hurts now. But like, a couple of these songs I feel like I could have written. And like, that's not saying much. No. Yeah. It's not good. Um, also, so Goofy and Max probably live in Ohio, according to the starting point of their map in the movie. Um, that would make the most sense. They also, in the least shady way possible, they also probably live in Ohio. <laughs> I gotta keep talk. They also probably live in Ohio because of, like, their personalities. Yeah, I would say, like, Ohio, Indiana. Yeah. Maybe, like, Hoosier State, I would say Indiana. Mm-hmm. If I had to, like, just guess. But, yeah, Ohio makes sense. 
Man, I'm crying. Okay. Olivia, can you do the plug so I can, like... Sure. So, <laughs> go to tbtamp.com for everything you need to know about the show. There you will also find a link to our Redbubble store where you can buy stuff to support our show. Charity Starts at Home. We're your home. Me's. Uh, our Redbubble has been popping off lately. Yes. I'm sure it's from all these plugs. <laughs> <laughs> also, while you're listening to the podcast... I'm just dying. <laughs> I feel so flattered that you're laughing. Like, I'm not doing a stand-up set, let me tell you. No, I truly am. And then I was laughing at, like, my reaction. I was like, oh my god, this is so embarrassing. Yeah, because you were, like, wheezing. It was, like, full-on. I was like, did she have, like, water stuck in her throat? Because it was like, eh. Like, it was like one of those. I kind of do. Okay. Um, Also, while you're listening, scroll to the... Hold on, hold on, hold on. I need to, like, go cough. Okay, can I keep going? Yeah. Okay, so while you're listening to the podcast, as Miranda goes and like dies <laughs> off off mic, um, scroll to the bottom of your Apple Podcast app and select five stars. It's that easy. And if you truly love us, you can go the extra mile and leave us a review. We would greatly appreciate it. You can leave a terrible review as long as you give us those five stars. Um, also, be sure to talk about our podcast to literally anyone who will listen, your friends, parents, work colleagues, the person in the bathroom stall next to you, on Facebook, anyone spread the word of tbt like you would jesus christ or cheese whiz all over your face um and if you have anything you want to share or comment with us about the show you can email us at tbtamp at gmail.com or slide right into our dms on instagram at tbtamp you can follow our personal instagram and twitter accounts mine for olivia is at mac is cheesy um at mac is cheesy that's <laughs> at m-a-c-k is cheesy Mine is at Miranda Johnson, M-I-R-A-N-D-A-J-O-H-N-Z-O-N, and I'm still in pain. I feel like I timed that very nicely, or like you, you did, timed no, I think it nicely. It was, it was me, because I came back, because I was like, oh, she's finishing up. Yeah, but I mean, I did okay. Oh, okay. I don't know what happened. Yeah, you just like I freaked just out like, a little right there. You're like, no. no, I just like fell apart. No, 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 I like swallowed the wrong hole. Oh, yeah, that's the worst. Yeah. That's the second time you've cried on the podcast. Oh, my God. I don't think I've ever cried. God, I hope not. On the podcast. Mm-hmm. Off the podcast, constantly crying. The only time we get her to stop <laughs> crying is on the podcast. Literally. That's the only thing that's going well in my life, oh. which would be scary. <laughs> yeah. Like, I really hope, because this is, like, not going that well. Don't say that. Okay. Yeah. Tell a friend. All right. Okay, so obviously in the midst of a dream, Max is running through a meadow with his crust, Roxanne. Crust? Um, his crusty crust? I said crush. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, okay. Um, the dream quickly turns into a nightmare when Max's body begins to take on the features of his father, Goofy. His ears grow, his nose grows, his feet grow. He just, like, becomes a giant. But he's also, like, not that far off to begin with, so. No, it's not that different. Um, so he wakes up in a cold sweat and realizes that he is late for his last day of school before summer. Doing his best to avoid interacting with his dad, Max runs out the door towards school and along with the rest of the student body, he breaks into song. How'd you feel about that? It was not what I was expecting. So I was just like, oh, also not a huge fan of Max's singing voice. (laughs) Yeah, no, not, it wasn't, I'm sorry. What was his name? James? Jeffrey? Jeffrey? Jeff- no. What was Max's name? Jason. Jason. Oh my god, all the J names. I was like, I know it's not James, but... Okay, so um, as the bell rings, Max winks his best friend PJ and Bobby by his locker, and they give Bobby a can of Easy Cheese in exchange for video and sound equipment that he has procured, which... Likely stolen from some video room in the school. Yes. And it is to assist Max with his secret plan. Okay. <laughs> so, what <laughs> is going on in this movie? Right from what the What is going on in this apartment? I'm dying. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think our, our neighbors are trying to break through. I don't know. Um, so, Max is such an asshole. Like, he's just so mean to, like, his dad. He's such a shithead. Like, at school. Like, he just sucks. Also... 
why can't Bobby get his own easy cheese? Do his parents have him <laughs> on some easy cheese-free diet? Probably for the best because the kid has a problem. Yeah, no, the kid definitely has a problem. I also, easy cheese is really weird to me. Like, in what world is regular cheese difficult? I mean, I guess that it's supposed to be, like, easy to just, like, spray on the, like, cracker. I don't know. Because I thought you were supposed to eat it with crackers. But I, I had to look up what easy... I was like, what the hell was that no, stuff called? No, he eats called? this, like, whipped cream. Yeah. Literally, like, whipped cream. Um, <laughs> and actually, you're not supposed to eat whipped cream like that. So maybe no, never no. But, like, but, like, like you, you know, spray, spray it, it into your mouth. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, like, just sprays it everywhere. He like, must be on some, like, fumes or something from all the easy cheese. Maybe yeah, he's Maybe sure. he's huffing the easy cheese. But, like, when when he talks about, like, <laughs> they, like, the slime him... Then. They like I don't think Easy Cheese is like that pressurized though. I don't think you could like huff it. Like you can like a like a whip it, you know? And I guess we have our next mini sewed, everyone. <laughs> um he um but like he acts like when they give it to him, they like slide him this like bag of Easy Cheese can. Contraband. Yeah, like it's like this big deal. Like why it, it like you just buy it from the store. Like can Bobby not like is he like not allowed to eat it? It's so weird. I, I hope you know that I'm just picturing Bobby Burke. Bobby Hill? From Queer Eye. Oh. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's weird. Maybe. Thank you. Um, I also just have the question, where's Max's mom? Like, who who is this woman who decided to procreate with Goofy? I think um, Pete <laughs> is worse. Like, like, why would you, like... Um, yeah, probably. <laughs> what's like what's the no FFK here? Like, what's the FFK of Goofy, Pete, and uh, what, the principal? Oh, okay. I'm going to say kill the principal. Um, Interesting. Well, he's like crazy and mean. Okay, fair. He was really mean. And I was like, well, Sean, you don't usually play this mean. Yeah. Um, I'd say kill the principal, maybe. <sighs> no. Oh. I don't know. Goofy's nicer. But okay, let's like... not. Let's yeah. not do this. <laughs> not... This is hard. Okay, okay. yeah. Um, the entire student body rattly gathers for an end-of-year assembly led by their principal, Mazur. Um, in the middle of the principal's speech, Max and his friends hijack the stage by putting on a lip-sync concert with Max performing as his favorite pop star, Powerline. Um, as Max flies around the auditorium by a hook attached to his pants, the principal finally puts an end to the performance. The three friends are sent to the principal's office, and while waiting, Roxanne, who already, who also clearly likes Max, strikes up a conversation with him, and the two agree to go to a party together where an upcoming Powerline concert will be aired live. Um, great. I have a ship name for Max and Roxanne. It's uh, clearly Maxanne. Um, really easy. Just wanted to let you know that little poor manteau. Yeah, that's true. Um, so Max, to appear cool, dresses up like a pop singer and lip syncs and dances as a prank. Interesting strategy, buddy. Like, I just feel like this is, like, would be the weirdest thing ever. And if it happened during one of our school assemblies, no one would be cheering for this kid. No, but I think they were just more so cheering for him because he wasn't the principal. Exactly. True. Yeah. Um, also, I feel like the nerdy kid in Cinderella story, he would totally He kind of, like, did do this, you yeah. know? Like, what with the whole Zorro on? thing. When your brother dressed up as Zorro for Halloween, <laughs> I feel like this is what he was doing. My brother was, like, eight years old. Whatever. I can't get past it. Like... <laughs> Um, yeah, also, uh, this is what gave me Gossip Girl vibes, which is something no one has literally ever said about a Goofy movie. Um, when, uh, he hijacked the projection equipment, it was like when Jenny hijacked the event honoring Lily Vanderwoodson as a promo for her fashion line in season two. She did, like, the the gorilla fashion show with Astrid. I mean, I feel like this is... This is such a that's such a deep cut. Like Yeah, no, that's the only kind I have about gossip. Yeah, like that is that's a very deep cut. I don't know if I would have ever have thought of that. Cool. Great. That's that is my USP. Like that is my unique selling point, my ability to deep cut the hell out of gossip girl. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Um, so Goofy works as a department store children's portrait photographer, which is the saddest thing (laughs) I've ever heard. Um, and PJ's dad, Pete, is his boss. 
He receives a call from the principal that Max, I also love, the measure is written in the notes. We both just completely decided to stop saying it. Um, so, I'm not sure if I'm saying it correctly. I know they say it in the movie and it's I been like a like week I'm since not. I've watched it. So like I've stopped saying it. But you watched the last 10 minutes half an hour ago. Yeah, true. But like the principal is, will soon be out of this movie. Great. Love that. Um, so he receives a call from the principal that Max is in trouble for starting a riot casually at the school, um, warning that if Max continues down his current path, he will end up in the electric chair. Okay. While Sean literally chill, um, this rightfully scares the shit out of Goofy and he is moved to take immediate action to strengthen his bond with his son. He decides that he and Max will take a road trip to fish in Lake Destiny, Idaho, um, because this universe is completely ass backwards. The entire school is now in love with Max and treats him as a celebrity as he heads home from school. When he gets home, Goofy tells him about their impending trip and Max must be all but forced into the car. Um, I want to know how Goofy got all of this vacation time. Like, how does he just decide one day... I'm going to pick up and go for a month with my kid. And he leaves the next day. I don't get it. Also, it appears that Lake Destiny is not a real place. Great. I love that. I'm I'm honestly glad. Yeah, just looked up. Doesn't look like it's a real place. Cool. Also, I love um, the bass that our neighbors are playing right now. So I really hope that you can't hear that. Um, I'm sure the dulcet tones, tones, oh my God, of my super, uh, super horrible voice right now. (laughs) It sounds so bad. Like I can hear it and it just sounds awful. So I'm sorry. Definitely going to have a sore throat tomorrow. It's all my own friggin' fault. It's because I'm so funny. What stopped? Okay. Before they leave town, Max decides that... Oh, it started again. <laughs> Max decides that they have to stop by Roxanne's house so he can explain to her that he won't be able to take her to the party after all, but in a panic, he tells her that his dad knows Powerline and is taking him to Los Angeles to appear on stage with him at the concert. The father and... <laughs> Sorry. The father and son begin their drive with a fight over the music while they will be listening to in the car, resulting in the cassette tapes being destroyed. Goofy is a master at entertaining himself and develops an entire show tune about the open road while Max sulks in the passenger seat. Me. Oh, yeah, that was bad. There's a second song. So this was the second song, which was crazy, too. Also, Goofy is a frighteningly bad driver. <laughs> yeah, it was terrifying. Like, to be fair, the um, center of gravity was really off because they put so much stuff on the top, but still. Um, this plot is very Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. <laughs> like, he has to pretend that he's being asked on stage or, like, going to the after party, whatever. He has much better connections than he actually does to his favorite rock star. Yeah, um, also, how little does Roxanne know about, no Matt? like, how, like... Not at all. Like, how little are they acquainted that she actually believes Max's story about his dad knowing Powerline? Like, I feel like if I was really into a guy, I would, like... Google his entire family. Not, like, like, know know his entire family, but, like, I would probably know if he was, like, family friends with somebody super famous, you know? Like, that's weird um also max treats his dad like trash like he is so mean to his dad um also if you're a kid in the car like you don't get control over the radio it's not your car um yeah that's fair um i agree with that but also like goofy could definitely be more of an understanding Oh. Oh, I mean, like, he needs to, like, put his foot down. I mean, the kid needs his military. giant foot down. But, like, the kid needs military camp, not a road trip. Like, I feel like this road trip idea, like, let's take this kid who just got in trouble at school and take him on a vacation. Like, yeah. this sounds like, why would this be a good idea? Like, he well, needs to, like... Well, it's not a fun vacation. No, you know? but, like, he should, like, the whole point is to, like, bond together. Why not, like, ground him? That, that'll be bonding together. You'll both be home all the time. Yeah. Like, maybe, like, actually be an authority in his life versus like trying to like bond more hmm. i mean i definitely disagree because that's i don't know this gen not the parenting philosophy i was raised with but no me neither like and i bonded with like i don't know it was just like my parents would have never have taken me on a vacation or like any kind of road trip had i been like misbehaving yeah 
Like, that never would have been the solution. Yeah. Um, so, Goofy makes an executive bonding decision, not a thing, uh, to take a detour to one of his favorite childhood roadside attractions, also not a thing, Lester and his possum posse's jamboree. Wow. At the completion of the show, Max once again (laughs) expresses his complete and total disdain, but Goofy refuses to listen, leading Max to storm out to the car in a storm? Okay. Um, It was raining. (laughs) Great. Um, Once they are both in the car, Max proceeds to have a temper tantrum. Okay, so Goofy should probably take... At this point, I'm a little bit turning against Goofy because this is clearly... Not something. Not something kid. that your teenage kid is going to be interested yeah. in. Like, does he know his son? But not at all. Um, or but at all. Sorry. Um, he actually thought he would be entertained by this whole hoot nanny on the side of the street. Like, it is so nanny. weird. Like, it, oh did my you God. have to look up how to spell hoot nanny? It actually autocorrected for me. Amazing. How yeah. did you actually? How did you spell it? I have no idea. Okay, but great. Um, <laughs> I think it was H O O T E nanny. Okay. So it was close. Um, close. Yeah, I must say this does look like a trip from hell. Yeah. And adults wonder why millennials are such assholes because we have role models like Max put in front of our faces. I guess, but also, like, Goofy made a mistake, too. Yeah, it was, like, terrible parenting. Like, like I feel like nothing, none of these decisions were good ones. No, like, no, and Max no was one is huge, acting correctly. Yeah, and Max was a huge dick, but, like... There's a reason why your kid has gotten to this point. And he's also just, like, being a teenager. Yeah, but I mean, like, hijacking the school auditorium during your... Like, you can't just, like, do stuff like that and not get in trouble. Like, that makes sense. But, like, you shouldn't be rewarded for that kind of thing. At least, like, in his dad's mind. Yeah. Also, there's nowhere closer to go fishing than Idaho. (laughs) No, it's because, like, that's where Goofy went when he was a youngin. Oh, my God. Like... If my parents presented this idea to me, I'd be like, you're out of your goddamn mind. Like, I would have been worse, probably. But, like, my parents would have never have done something. Like, they, I don't know. And even, like, the cassette thing in the car, I think that's the point where I'm just like, Goofy, tell your kid no. Like, it's your car. Like, you get, like, if I would have tried to do that, my parents would have been like, no, I'll throw you out of the car on the side of the street. Like, you can't, like, I don't know. There's just no respect there. There's no, no authority and there's no respect. Yeah, but there's all, I don't think there's respect, like, either way, really. I don't know. Like, it's true. There's, okay. I agree. Oh, um, my bad. Um, okay. So the father and son are spending the night at a campsite. Also terrible. Um, and Pete and PJ roll in their giant state-of-the-art, roll in in their giant state-of-the-art RV, um, which is, like, badass. It's lit as hell. It has a bowling alley on the top of it. It was so cool. (laughs) It was so cool. Um, In his singular stand-up, singular standing up to his son, Goofy decides to teach Max his perfect cast technique for fishing. However, in the process, he accidentally lures Bigfoot to their camp. Because, you know, Bigfoot. Because Um, that's the plot of this movie. Because this movie has, like, is so ass backwards. What else do we need? Bigfoot. Yeah, let's bring in Bigfoot. Um, P and PJ drive away in their RV while Goofy and Max sprint to their car, dropping the keys in the process. They end up, they spend the night at, as Bigfoot's captives, um, eventually, eventually deciding to try to sleep. While Not Big- what you probably should do if you're a captive. No, no, of a mythological creature. Um, while Bigfoot and Goofy snort loudly, Max secretly alters the map, um, their, their actual roadmap, making their destination Los Angeles rather than Idaho. I feel like Max should be more focused on, like, getting away from Bigfoot than, like, changing his destination, but whatever. At this point, I would have decided, like, we're done with this road trip. Yeah, you do you, Maxie. Much like like getting there, at this point, we're, like, we're done. Yeah, like, let's just decide we're not doing this anymore. (laughs) We're not. The Olympics are over. We're done. Yes, like, Bigfoot is sleeping on the roof of our car. I'm done. We're done with this. Um, So one of my favorite memories of this movie, and like probably one of my most prominent memories, was of Bigfoot dancing to Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. um, Because who doesn't love that song? Yeah. It's a good song. It is a good song. Um, So when Goofy decides to teach Max his perfect cast (laughs) technique, um, all I was reminded of was Olivia just calls a perfect cast 
floor of amateur. So true. It is so true. Yeah. Also, in what world would Goofy not notice that they're going completely the wrong direction toward Los Angeles? Like, it's also crazy that he's using a map and not, like, a GPS. Yeah, I guess in 1995, did we have GPSs I don't remember because I was a literal baby. Yeah, I mean, I was pretty young, too. I think I remember when my mom first got, like, a TomTom. Um, Whoa. Speaking of TomTom. Yeah. Um, So she got a TomTom. She didn't get a Garmin. Like, that was, like, the only two that were out there. But I think it was, like, later in my life. I don't feel like I was three. No, I definitely remember taking road trips and using maps. Yeah, we did, too. Yeah, for sure. Like, like, we went to Florida a few times and, like, we had a map. You would use maps and you would also, like, follow signs. Like, surely Goofy is following signs. Exactly. Like, how do you not know that you're going the complete wrong direction? Like, Idaho is very far off the course of, like, Los Angeles. Definitely different. What the heck are these people listening to? I just truly don't understand. Um, okay, so the next morning at breakfast, Goofy makes Max the navigator for the rest of the road trip because he, like, trusts him, whatever, um, and he allows him to choose all the rest of the remaining spots. Um, definitely should have been the plan from the beginning, but sure. Also, like, what happened to Bigfoot? We have no idea. Like, oh. he just, like, rolled away? Yeah, probably. Thanks. Thanks, Disney. Plot hole. Oh, I kind of forgot about that. Yeah, but, like, they just, like, are... <laughs> I, the next morning, they're at breakfast. Like, what the fuck happened to Bigfoot? Huh. I... I'm sorry. I forgot about this, though, in, like, the five minutes that we were talking. <laughs> That's how long it took. Yeah, it was just weird, because, like, one minute Bigfoot is asleep on the top of their car, the next minute they're at breakfast. Like, yeah. did they just start driving away with Bigfoot on the roof? Like, I'm going to have a podcast called That's How Long It Took Me to Forget About Bigfoot. <laughs> It's going to be a podcast where we started off talking about Bigfoot, and then we continue just to talk about anything else, and then see how long it takes me to remember that we were originally talking about Bigfoot. Okay. Um, So, Max Selux stops that make both himself and Goofy happy. Down the road, they once again run into Pete and PJ at a motel, because apparently Pete and PJ don't need to stay in their RV anymore. Um, This motel is crazy. It's, like, underwater themed with a weird light switch that's, like, Ariel's belly button. Like, it was very (laughs) weird. And also, please allow me to rant. Um, quickly about the amount of midriff in this movie, <laughs> like animated by some true pervs. I just need to say, like, like the, the aerial thing. Wore real there were a million girls in crop tops, and yes. I'm like, what? High, like, I guess this is kind of realistic to high school, but like, they have a dress code. Like, clearly, a principal is like doing something else. Like, he needs to focus on the dress code. Mind you, I don't really love dress codes generally as a rule, but it was weird for an animated movie by Disney to have a lot of belly buttons. Also, from the mind girls. you, there was like these are all supposed to be dog people, so like, yeah, yeah. so weird. Dogs okay. don't have belly buttons. No, no, they don't. There's, there's no umbilical cord. No. You're right. Good call. Maybe they do. I don't. But like, no, they don't. There's no umbilical cord. Maybe actually they do. I know dogs have nipples. Yeah, but nipples and umbilical cords are not the same thing. Siri, do dogs have belly buttons? Here's what I found on the web for do dogs have belly buttons. <laughs> they shouldn't because they don't have. I'm almost positive there's there's no umbilical cord. They do, but they're really only visible when a puppy develops an umbilical hernia. Okay, so they do. I was like, I feel like I've But seen... you don't have to cut an umbilical cord from a puppy. I don't know. Okay. So I don't want to... I don't truly don't want to keep talking about it. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Um, Pete overhears Max and PJ talking about Max tricking Goofy into going to LA, which he relays to Goofy because Pete just can't let anyone have any fun. Um, Goofy initially doesn't believe Pete, as one wouldn't, but after checking the map himself, he is devastated to find that Max actually did switch to L.A. Um, while driving the next day, they come to a fork in the road, with one way heading to Los Angeles and the other heading to Idaho. To Goofy's dismay, Max chooses the direction towards L.A. Actually, this would be easier to do if you were using a GPS, because you could probably just go into the GPS and, like, change the destination. I, very trusting, just follow my GPS wherever it sends me. So, maybe I would have gone to LA meaning to get to Idaho. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, oh, this is a weird way to go, but okay. Like, (laughs) 
Um, Goofy stops the car at a runoff at the Grand Canyon in frustration, forgetting to pull the e-brake. Um, the two chase the car down the hill, finally getting into the car despite the door being locked, all while yelling at each other. They are unable to stop the car, and it flies off the road, plummeting into the ravine below. They make it safely to the top of the car as it floats down the river, and they finally settle their differences, singing Nobody Else But You Together. Um, Max explains his promise to Roxanne to his dad, who decides to take them uh, to Los Angeles because, you know, why not? Did we just completely miss, like, the waterfall? Okay, never mind. Nope. Sorry. Um, they approach a waterfall <laughs> and nearly fall off the edge to their deaths, but Max is able to save Goofy by utilizing the perfect cast. And it's not Nilsa and... <laughs> yeah, it's not Nilsa and Courtney and Kodai and... Um, yeah, I truly can't. Okay. <laughs> I was Amy. I was just I'm like trying to go on. Uh, Gus. Yeah, we can stop. There's um, two more, also, but I can't remember. I think that uh, Goofy probably forgot to pull the e-brake because you literally never need to use your e-brake. I, had, I used my e-brake all the time when I lived in San Diego. I lived on a hill. really steep hill. I actually mm-hmm. got a ticket for not having my tires turned the correct way on the hill. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I always pull my e-brake because like, it was one of those hills that like, if you didn't, it was going to fall. Um, my, like your car, you wanted to pull the e-brake. Um, yeah. So every time I've parked on a hill since then, I definitely do, but I've literally never thought to do that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really park on hills generally. Well, like Missouri's pretty hilly. So like, I don't know every once in a while. Okay. Um, so Maxie and did you mean to write the Maxie? No. Um, Maxie and Goofy finally make it to LA and sneak into the Powerline concert by some miracle via guitar and drum cases, and they end up making it on stage. Weirdly, um, all of Max's friends are watching on their TV back at home because they're having like a little party to watch all of it, whatever. Um, and Max decides to tell Roxanne the truth anyway when he gets back home. She tells him that she's always liked him and they agree to go out together the next day. How it seems like Max got back to Ohio real quick. Considering their car had been fully submerged. Maybe they flew. Uh, No, they pull up in the car. Oh my god. Um, Because then the car like explodes and Goofy like goes through the roof of the porch and he's like hi and he like introduces himself. And Goofy has to buy a new car for that family on a single income from being a children's photographer (laughs) at a department store. Like a JCPenney photographer is basically. (sighs) Yeah. Poor guy. It's just. Literally. It's not ideal. It's really not ideal. Mm-hmm. Okay, this so... This is just a movie about, you know, our declining middle class and how horrible it is. Okay, sorry. Overall <laughs> comments. Um, one, I would like to thank the lovely ladies over at uh, Podcast Rewind for suggesting this movie to us because... Thanks, guys. This shit is... Bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Yeah, anybody who, like, remembers this movie as being so great... You are crazy. Please try watch. Please Please watch it and uh, let us know what you think. (laughs) We would greatly appreciate any commentary because this movie is fucking crazy. At tbtamp at gmail.com. Yeah, or hit us up through Instagram, whatever works. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so my comments are this movie's just fucking nuts. It is so nuts. I can't even take it. Um, Character to keep. What are your comments? Do you have any additional comments? No. Okay. <laughs> Character to keep an eye on. Um, Roxanne's dad. <laughs> it was weird. We didn't really talk about him. He was like a full full on dog. Oh yeah, like very scary. He's a bulldog, which like yeah. kind of worked. So I'll go with Rox- uh, Roxanne's dad. Just because he's a bulldog, and Olivia has to give it to the bulldog. Yeah. Always. I think if anything, I think. Uh, mm, uh, uh, probably, probably Roxanne. You know, she's very she's trusting. Cute. Yeah. She's like, nice. Oh, she her, had I liked a cute button nose. That's what a cute <laughs> button nose looks like. I liked her friend that like. The braces girl? Yeah. Yeah. That, like she was Bobby? like in charge. She was really like making things happen. Yeah. She drove the plot. She's the one who made Roxanne talk to Max. Yeah. It's all, it's all Roxanne's friend. She had shit together. Roxanne. So, what would you rate this movie? Oh, Jesus. Probably, like, a two. I'm sorry. Really? You're giving it a two? Yeah. What are you going to give it? I'm giving it... 
A 1.5. Okay. That's not that different from a 2 when you yeah, think I'm making I mean, I just two. don't think I can put a 2 in front of it. <laughs> okay. okay. Wow. Um, so, That's deeply sad. So that makes it an average of 1.75. Let's see. Um, it is close to the likes of Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. Um, Fair. Yeah, interesting. Let's not go through all of this because I don't want to edit all of it out. Yeah, well, I'm just... Yeah, that's about the closest. There's so, some worse, but... So, if you'd like to visit us on the web, on the interwebs, how exciting. Our website is tbtamp.com. Another thing that you can do is rate and review us on the podcast app. I just checked and we did not get any new reviews on the podcast app, which is deeply sad. Um, so, if you'd like to review us, we would love it. And then also tell a friend. Yeah. Um, if you want to spread the word. Yeah. If you want to follow me on Instagram or Twitter, it's at Mac is cheesy. M-A-C-K is cheesy. And if you'd like to follow me, that is at Miranda Johnson. M-A-R-A-N-D-A-J-O-H-N-Z-O-N. Yep. Next week, we're getting back to our decom roots. Woo. And we'll be reviewing or rewatching, reliving Smart House. I'm which deeply is, excited. Oh about. my God. It's one. It's one of every it's everybody's favorite we've been wanting like. to do this since the beginning things yes. have held us up those things are no longer holding us up yes no more and we have we are full throttle going on smart house woo okay woo woo see you yeah, on Tuesday, Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> like, <"Man>, no, me, <laughs> <laughs>